This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. In case you're just tuning in, Susan Rice, Obama's former national security advisor. Yes, she held the same post as michael flynn she's the one who uh basically unmasked americans many are alleging illegally and improperly because when when americans are swept up in foreign intelligence their identities are supposed to be protected they have legal rights susan rice didn't see it that way susan rice decided it's being reported Then Americans who are Republicans or are working for the incoming Republican administration, they don't deserve their rights. So she unilaterally, well, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't speak so soon. They, they, they may try to put this out there that she acted alone, but we all know as, as is the case with, uh, Many of those who reported to uh, have worked alone, nothing could be further from the truth. Because she seems to be a very important cog in a very well thought out plan that has been, might I say, brilliantly executed by the Democrats. Democrats both in and out of government. Democrats both uh, elected and appointed. I will probably have more on this tomorrow, but uh, I I guarantee you we're going to have more on this tomorrow. But this allows me to talk about this, this in in a a broader context. Adam Schiff, he's a Democrat from California. He says there is uh, still no evidence that Trump colluded with Russia. Now, I want you to listen to Jake Tapper from the most biased news network in the business the leader of the basket of bias, CNN. And I want you to listen to Jake Tapper. According to Jake Tapper, there is only one thing that's at issue. There's only one thing that's germane to the topic, uh, to conversation right now, 
and it is this. The issue, of course, is whether or not there was collusion among members of the Trump campaign or surrounding the Trump campaign, Trump advisors. Can you say definitively that there was collusion? There were people affiliated with the Trump campaign who were working with Russians to time the release of damaging information about Hillary Clinton that had been, that had been hacked either from John Podesta or the DNC? Now, according to Jake Tapper over at CNN, the leader of the basket of bias, there's only one thing to talk about. And the only thing to talk about is did Trump or any of members of his team collude with Russia to release these damaging bits of information from their hacked servers? And by the way, they weren't hacked. They were fished. Everybody keeps on saying they were hacked. It was a phishing worm that what's his name? Podesta clicked on. Oh, by the way, Podesta, again, probably uh, something we'll get more into tomorrow. Podesta made millions off of his affiliation with a Russian company. Lots and lots of money. Peter Schweitzer digging this up. Why? Why isn't that a topic, a topic of conversation over there at CNN, Jake Tapper? Why, why, is it, why is it only the only topic we can talk about is alleged Trump collusion or Trump team Trump collusion with Russia? Aren't there other things to talk about? Well, I just, I just gave you one. Susan Rice. I just gave you another. John Podesta. And the Clinton ties to Russia. Uranium One. Podesta worked not only for Clinton, but also worked for Obama. Did he use his influence, his sway inside of the administration at the highest levels? To grease the skids for Vladimir Putin's government? Kislyak was a regular over at the Obama White House. What was it, 22 times he visited the Obama White House? Why is it only now when a transition team talks to Russia, oh, now it's criminal? Is it only Democrats who can, who can collaborate and collude with Russia without it being treasonous? I mean, see, look... Ted Kennedy collude, actually colluded with the Soviet Union to undermine Ronald Reagan. That's an actual case of Democrat collusion to help defeat Ronald Reagan in an election. But nobody, nobody in Democrat La La Land, certainly over at CNN, was saying, well, that's, that's, that's just something we ought to look into. No, they didn't want to look into that. They didn't want to talk about that. Now, what do you think that Alan Schiff, the partisan Democrat of the House Intelligence Committee, the ranking member, as they call him? <laughs> Never mind. I was going to make a play on words on member. I'm just, I'm just not going to go there. What does, what does Mr. Schiff say about these allegations of collusion? Uh, I don't think we can say anything definitively at this point. Uh, we are still at the very early stage of the investigation. Yeah, yeah. Investigation that FBI has been conducting since July. Very, yeah, very. I, I can imagine it's going to take what, Mr. Schiff? What do you think? About two, maybe four years to conduct your investigation? What do you think? Hmm? Two or four years before we get. And, and, and even then? Maybe, maybe all of the, maybe you'll arrange another leaking campaign just before the next presidential election, you know, based on innuendo and a whole bunch of smoke, but no proof. Still no evidence, nothing definitive, no evidence of any collusion. 
But we're going to keep asking because we can't ask this question enough because you got to understand the the impetus behind the basket of bias attempt here is to delegitimize Trump. No matter how many times the answer is, they have to come back and say, Democrats, Republicans, everybody in between, there is no evidence of collusion. They're still going to keep on pressing. Now, we have been consistent here on the Chris Salcedo Show in our recognition and acknowledgement that Russia under Vladimir Putin is the enemy of the United States of America. There is, there is no doubt in my mind. I, uh, we have pushed for increased pushback on Russia, who keeps on pushing the envelope for eight years of Obama. They could, they basically ruled the roost. There was nothing that Vladimir Putin would do that Obama would object to. Nothing. Certainly, he wasn't going to stand up when. Vladimir Putin's military puts our military at risk. Certainly wasn't going to stand up when our friends were invaded and had their land stolen from them. Certainly Barack Obama wasn't going to do anything to stand in Russia's way because they needed some sort of cooperation to get Obama's giveaway to to Iran on the nuke deal. To, To funnel billions of dollars to a Russian client state in Iran of taxpayer money and also pave the way for them to have nuclear weapons within a decade. So the whole, the whole eight years of Barack Obama, not one Democrat, sat up and said, man, look at, look at what Putin is doing and look how timid Obama's being. I mean, I as a Democrat, I, I, can't, I can't sanction this. this is, what, what, what Putin is doing is, is unacceptable. We have to do something. Not one, de- not one Democrat. Now, out of this Senate national security hearing, intel hearing, last week, Angus King, who's in, well, he claims to be an independent. He's a liberal. He caucuses with the Democrats. He's from Maine. And he says Russia's cyber action to interfere in our election, which is, again, nothing new. They've been interfering on our elections for for decades. But now, now all of a sudden, since the result wasn't the one that Angus King wanted or the Democrat Party wanted. Now what Russia's been doing is something altogether different. Just to sort of sum up what I've heard this morning, number one, it appears that we're engaged in a new form of aggression. A new form of, well, yeah, because we have new tools out there. That the Internet is one around during the Soviet era. I guarantee you it would be utilized if it were. And not to mention that Barack Obama sat on his worthless rear end for for eight years, even after being told by folks who run the Congressional Budget Office. Not not CBO, who was it? It was uh, OMB, Office of Management and Budget. Remember they were compromised? What was it, 21, 22 million Americans had their identities lost, had their identities hacked by a foreign actor? Was it the Russians or was it? It's hard to keep track. China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, they're hacking us all the time because Obama didn't, he was warned to upgrade our our cybersecurity and didn't do it because he was too busy fundamentally transforming America. So yeah, there are new tools out there and we've been made less safe because we've had a Democrat at the helm. So 
Angus King. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Uh, it's, it's definitely a step up. Just to sort of sum up what I've heard this morning, number one, it appears that we're engaged in a new form of aggression. <laughs> yes. They, they have stepped up their attacks in this new form of this new fandangled thing, Angus, called the, the internets. Yeah. If not war. Whoa. What was that? What, what, what did Angus King just say? Hold on. It appears that we're engaged in a new form of aggression, if not war. <laughs> here's, a, here's a liberal Democrat saying we're at war. Hey, all you liberal freaks, did you know that your party is calling this conflict with Russia an act of war? You guys on board? You on board? Hey, I, hey I'm with you. I've, I've been saying Russia needs to be beaten back for, for years now under your worthless occupier of the Oval Office, Resident Obama. I'm all for... So wait a minute. Am I to understand that you libs now are all for taking military action? Really? Are, are you libs now with me? Your conservative, liberty-loving Latino? I find that fascinating. Back in a minute in the Salcedo Show. Coming up, uh, Lawrence Jones, our pal on Fox this morning. He had more than a few things to say in response to a guy named Raz Buraka. You know who Raz Baraka is? What is it with guys with that derivative in their name, Barack? Are they all nuts? Are they all kooks? Are they all freaks? Back in a minute. It's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. The media wasn't ready for a conservative Latino. So naturally, we gave him a show. The Chris Salcedo Show. On The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Salcedo Show. All right, let's uh, take you back. I guess it was over the weekend. A guy named Raz Baraka rhymes with caca. <laughs> it's, and you know, I got to say, which pretty much describes his ideology too. It is caca. Raz Baraka is the mayor of Newark, New Jersey. And he was out there pushing back the lawless liberal that he is and he's not the only one i don't i not want to come i don't want to come down exclusively on baraka rhymes with caca i don't want to, i don't want to come down on him exclusively because there are several democrats across this country plenty of caca out in california <laughs> plenty of plenty of caca out in uh chicago plenty of caca in new york plenty of baraka caca even in the great state of texas <laughs> And the great state of Texas, Travis County, down there by Austin. Lots of caca down there. 
elected sheriff says, eh, I'm going to pick and choose what's part of federal immigration law I'm going to adhere to. It's like, I didn't, hell, I didn't know we had the choice. Uh, many a liberal can't respond to me when I say, how is it that, that you get to be selective as a liberal to obey immigration law, but I have to, I have to follow every drop and tittle of Obamacare? Oh, by the way, I should have an addendum to that. How come you as a liberal get to violate federal immigration law with no consequences, but you have pledged to punish me if I violate the laws you like, like Obamacare? Hmm? Why is that? So they can never answer because they have no good answer. But Raz Baraka, <laughs> the mayor of Newark, New Jersey, I can't remember what he was on. Was he on CBS? saying the following targeting sanctuary cities is a way uh for them to tell mayors and other folks uh you know around the country uh one that they're sticking to uh what, what i think is a very unconstitutional and un-american policy let me just stop right there do you think the democrats really have a concept of what constitutional means or what american is America is special because we are a nation of laws, not of dictator wannabes like Raz Baraka. We, the law is supposed to apply equally to everyone. Yes, even illegal immigrants, Mr. Baraka. So I, I don't think when you say that it's unconstitutional and un-American, Mr. Baraka, I don't think you know what that means. Because it, it, is, it is consistent with being an American and having American values to uphold the rule of law, sir. So when Donald Trump says, hey, uh, you guys have had it pretty lax for the last eight years. We're going to start enforcing federal immigration law once again. And maybe, maybe it wasn't just that over the last eight years. I think maybe there was some of this, these shenanigans going on during the Bush administration. And well, maybe even prior to that. As a matter of fact, we've made the case that federal immigration law has been all but ignored for the better part of four to five decades with disastrous consequences, disastrous consequences. So Raz Baraka says that when Donald Trump says, hey, that rule of law, that law that was passed, I'm going to follow it. Here comes Raz Baraka. Who says that's what, what a lot targeting not, sanctuary cities yeah. is a way uh, for them to tell mayors and other folks, uh, you know, around the country, uh, one, that they're sticking to uh, what, what I think is a very unconstitutional and un-American policy. <laughs> that it's unconstitutional and un-American. And I, I just my opinion, I think he's doing it wrong, to be quite frank. I don't think he knows what constitutional or American means. Raz Baraka. Uh, but he wasn't done. Uh, and uh, trying to intimidate us uh, into being what I've called fugitive slave catchers, the run around and do their bidding uh, in our cities. So what what he is saying is that um, by Donald Trump insisting that the rule of law be followed, he's turning local municipalities into slave catchers. Renegades. He's he's saying that illegals. In the United States here without permission are the same as those who were brought over on slave ships and forced to work for nothing and treated as subhuman. 
That's what he is saying. How many of you folks in the black community agree with Raz Braka? Rhymes with caca. Well, you know who doesn't agree with him and is actually kind of irate about all of this? Our buddy Lawrence Jones, who jumped on Fox this morning and, uh, and had the following to say. Freedom is not free. Okay, people paid a price for black slaves to become American citizens. There was no free health care. There was no food stamps. There was no government assistance. You, you, you didn't get paid for your labor. Yeah, see, that's, to me, a couple of fundamental differences that Raz Baraka ought to go back to school and study. Uh, he, and, you know, Raz Baraka is a black man. And, and d- does he think that that black slaves came over here voluntarily and that they were allowed to get paid for their labor and that they could plug themselves into the entitlement system on the state and the local level and get taxpayer money. I, I hate to break it to it. Oz Baraka. It didn't work out that way. These people get here, get a job. They get free health care. They get government assistance, in-state tuition, and all uh, other things that other Americans get. I think it's unfair. I I am shocked that a black man in the Congressional Black Caucus are silent on this. It is unacceptable. A sheriff who wants to see these types of Democrats in shackles joins me next. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network. So you guys know the uh, communist mayor of New York City uh, has declared that New York City is a sanctuary city and that Donald Trump enforcing the law will not be tolerated in New York City. And it came out courtesy of the, the New York Daily News over the weekend that police officers inside of de Blasio's police department are saying, <clears throat> to heck with that. We, we kind of took an oath to uphold the law just because you liberal Democrats don't give a damn about your oaths doesn't mean that we don't. Doesn't mean that we don't want to protect our people without consideration of politics. The NYPD alerts federal immigration agents to the criminal court appearances of immigrants facing deportation, according to the Daily News. As a sanctuary city, the city currently only complies with Immigration and Customs Enforcement detainer orders to hold the defendant until federal agents can take custody in cases involving violent or serious felonies. But in the process of verifying warrants against the defendant, officials said the NYPD will contact relevant law enforcement, including ICE, thereby alerting the agency to an immigrant's upcoming appearance in a city courtroom. Now, leftists who support Mayor de Blasio They slammed this practice, saying it's tantamount to, quote, collusion with immigration officials. (laughs) And, And goes against the spirit of Mayor de Blasio, the communist, and his pledge that the city will remain a sanctuary city. They call it collusion when a a state official or a a city uh, law enforcement official 
cooperates with the feds, which is what they're supposed to be doing. But they, they think it is a negative. Leftists like de Blasio and his agents, his, his allies in New York City, think this is unacceptable. All these pro-illegal immigration folks, all these lawless leftists, all of these liberals think that collusion, uh, it, it just, it's just bad that, that local police departments are cooperating with the federal government in making sure that those who are in the country illegally and commit felonies are properly handled. Let's talk about these developments not only happening in New York, but all over the country with Sheriff Thomas Hodgson. He's a uh, law enforcement and corrections professional. He has extensive management, marketing, and business experience. He's been a sheriff of Bristol County, Massachusetts since 1997. Sheriff, it's an honor to talk with you here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Chris, thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. Well, like you, I, I am ready to see elected leaders such as de Blasio, such as this, this character, Roz Baraka, in, in Newark, and others who are openly defying federal immigration law uh, to, be, to be put in chains and perp-walked. I, I think that it's, a, it's about time these individuals who are openly and wantonly violating federal immigration law, they face consequences for their actions. What say you? Well, there's no question. I've been saying that for uh, quite some time now. They, they, they need to issue arrest warrants for these, these individuals. Look, these are elected, um, supposed to be elected leaders of our communities across the country who took an oath uh, to uphold the law and to do uh, the fundamental responsibility of the government, which is to protect the citizens and legal residents of their communities. And who are they to decide that they don't like a certain federal law and then they're going to say, well, I'm not going to abide by it. Um, it's a federal law, and federal law supersedes the the state law. So, so for them to to what's really I think troubling for most Americans is they're saying, why would an elected official who knows that somebody has violated the law by coming into this country illegally, and particularly if they have, a, you, I don't care if it's a a minor criminal offense or a major criminal offense, the bottom line is if. Immigration Customs Enforcement is interested in this person. Why would any elected official not call them? That would seem to me to be the first thing to do. It would be like saying in, uh, in Dallas or, or New York City or wherever that the mayor says, look, parks are closed after dark. Nobody's allowed in there. Or, and, and suddenly people just start going into the park. And then your state police come along, who are not the local police, and they see these people in the park, and they say, hey, you know what, we're not going to notify the local police. Um, it's not our job, and, you know, it's a minor thing, so we're just not going to bother. Um, but then crimes start happening in those parks, uh, and suddenly, um, you know, the, the state police continue to sort of say, hey, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a serious crime uh, by going into the park, so we're just not going to report it, even though, you know, the mayor would expect it those things were being upheld. The other thing that, that I think is a, is a pretty pretty good example, imagine, imagine uh, that, that somebody leaves from, from California and decides they want to relocate, so they get in their Winnebago and they take off, and they <laughs> head, uh, head east, and they come to a place like Massachusetts and they, um, or Somerville, where we have a mayor that wants, wants to have a sanctuary city, and they, they just drive right into this park. Uh, they, they, they don't pay any haven't paid any, any fees to live there, and um, they just settle in. And the word gets out to other people that want to relocate, and they start coming to the park. Well, suddenly the park can't handle the the uh, demand on the electric and the water and all these things. So now the, the 
the legitimate residents there are now given a, a bill for additional fees for people who don't belong there to begin with. And um, who would, I mean, what park owner would say, hey, listen, as long as you don't commit any serious crimes, I'll let you stay. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, yeah, and this um, is and this is a problem. If I can lay out some scenarios for you, Sheriff, there's... Sure. It, it, uh, as we heard from... Um, uh, the the mayor of Newark, who says that that, that uh, these illegal immigrants are the same as slaves back in the slave era, which is just a- absolutely patently absurd. You've got the the New York mayor, who has declared his city a sanctuary city. You've got the entire state of California, which is trying to do the same out there. Even in conservative Texas, we uh, uh, the state in which I broadcast, there is a Travis County sheriff who has said, you know what, I know better than the federal government. I'm going to pick and choose which individuals I want to refer to ICE and which ones I want to to let out to the point to where you've got judges now who are escorting felons out of their courtrooms like in Oregon to to avoid ICE. And, and you've got Democrats and liberals, whether they be judges, whether they be mayors, whether they be and dare I say sheriffs, law enforcement officials, who are openly defying federal law to run interference for illegal immigrant felons. And my question to you is, what basis of law do they have to continue to do this? Well, there is no basis of law, because under Title Eight, Section 1324 of the U.S. Code, it clearly states that anyone who knows of someone to be in the country, anyone who harbors or conceals someone they know, or attempts to harbor and conceal someone they know to be in the country illegally, is guilty of a felony under federal law, and punishable up to five years per alien that they attempt to harbor and conceal. And that law is very, very clear. I, I, um, I, I was just at a meeting with the Attorney General uh, this past week, and one of the things that I brought up was that very thing about the judge. and said, listen, that judge should have been arrested on the spot by federal agents. No if, ands, or buts about it. She obstructed justice. She, uh, she, she undermined law enforcement in their ability to apprehend someone they were looking for, and she knowingly did it. Um, so, so it doesn't get any worse than that. And, you know, if the, what, what would these mayors, the Blasio and these other people that are, that are saying that they should provide this sanctuary and the mayor of Newark saying it's, it, it's akin to slavery, having what's going on with the illegals, would they, would they suggest that there be no immigration law about people coming here that anybody just open borders because if that's what they're suggesting we might as well give up our democracy because we won't be able to manage the infrastructure we won't be able to to uh, educate our kids in our schools we have a mayor in lynn massachusetts who over two years ago said i cannot take any more kids in my schools they're busting at the seams i had somebody in ninth grade with gray grain temples uh, we couldn't ask the age um, because we weren't allowed to ask. Wow! And, and she just she just recently uh, this past week was talking about the fact that they they proposed that they build a bigger middle school. They had to cut into their DPW budget to get through the school year because they have so many illegals in their schools. And what happened is she, she they finally said, I don't have any more room, and I've got 540, I think she said, or 42 more illegals that have to be put into these schools and I have nowhere to put them. I need a bigger school. And the voters said, we're not going to approve the money for it. So now she has to, she has to somehow cram these 500 into their schools. Wow. Uh, Sheriff, you know what? I, I'm up against the clock here, but you know what? I, 
I got to tell you, I think the American people are tired of liberal Democrats telling us that our job is only to sit down, shut up, and pay for everything, that somehow the world's population is our responsibility to educate and provide for. I, I just don't think that's realistic. Sheriff Thomas Hodgson, everybody, he is a law enforcement and corrections professional. He's been sheriff of Bristol County, Massachusetts since 1997, and one of my one of my new favorite heroes on the illegal immigration debate. Sir, I appreciate the time here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Thanks for having me, Chris. And it bears pointing out, folks, before we go to break, bears pointing out that those who are responsible for public safety, they are dead set against what the Democrats are doing. They're dead. It's one thing not to, look, there's honest disagreement, and I can see both sides on this. When Local sheriff said, look, man, I got, I got barely enough manpower to, to just handle keeping the peace, much less trying to detain folks and figure out if they're in the country illegally. That's not my job. That, that's the federal government's job to make sure that these folks don't even get in here. I'm going to assume as a police officer, some would say, that the government's done its job and not betrayed the American people on this. And we know they've, they have betrayed the American people on this to the tune of, well, in the 20s, 20 million folks or more in the country illegally, most likely. Officially, somewhere at 15.7, but we know it's much higher. So there's a difference between saying, look, I, I can't take on the federal government's responsibility here, uh, and there's legitimate debate there, to actively thwarting the federal government. Meaning, here comes the federal government, hey, would you do me a favor, hold that guy you've got in custody, and the liberal municipality says, nope, we're going to let him go. We're going to let them go. Eat your heart out. Go catch them yourself. That's different. And that's what these liberal Democrats like de Blasio and the nutcase out in L.A. and San Francisco and Chicago, what they're all doing. And again, you, you heard you heard the sheriff's response when you heard about a judge. You're right that he's right. That judge should have been thrown in the slammer the minute she let that guy go. But she lives in a liberal part of the country and they don't uphold the law in liberal parts of the country. Back in a minute, it's the Salcedo Show. That's why we can't elect these folks, folks. This is why we can't elect more liberal Democrats, because they don't adhere to the rule of law. Be right back. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, and uh, trying to intimidate us uh, into being what I've called fugitive slave catchers, the run around and do their bidding uh, in our cities. You know, I think Lawrence Jones did a fantastic job of actually putting this Raz Barakaka in his, uh, in his place, but just in case he didn't. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> that, is, that goes for almost every single liberal Democrat in this country. Very few are making any rational sense. I mean, whether it be on Gorsuch, whether it be on illegal immigration. By the way, speaking of which... 
where they are making sense is inside the Trump administration. The Department of Justice announcing last Thursday the expansion of a program designed to deport imprisoned immigrants. The institutional hearing program uses in-person and video conference hearings in order for judges to determine whether or not an immigrant, regardless of their legal status, should be deported after they serve out their sentences. A Bureau of Prison Statistics show that a little over 20% of federal inmates are what we call non-citizens. So let, let me break this down. Now, how many of these liberals are out there? And I got to say, there is some wisdom to some of what these liberals are saying because uh, they are pointing out some inequities in our justice system that are making our prisons burst at the seams so that you can't put people who actually deserve to be in there in there because they're, they're filled to capacity. And it's not safe. So would not what what would you say if I could tell you we could be rid of 20 percent of the federal inmates who are in custody right now just by saying, hey, all you illegal immigrants all you legal immigrants, you violated the law, you're not supposed to be, either you're not supposed to be here, or you violated the terms of you being here, and you're gone. 20%, boom. 20% more room. I think that would be worth it. And I applaud, I applaud the Attorney General of the United States, Jeff Sessions, for, for renewing interest in this program. And you know what? A judge can just sit there and see the illegal or the, the violator of the law, immigrant, Right there in front of me. Uh, what did you do, sir? Okay, well, you know what? Part of the conditions of you being in the country where you're going you're gonna to follow our laws, and, well, since you didn't, you're gone. Deporting. Goodbye. Bye-bye. And I think, it, look, there, there is nothing that says that we have to accommodate legal or illegal immigrants who violate our laws in this country. None. Zero. Nada. And it's about time we told liberals to, to shove it when they think that that maybe we should tolerate that. Hey, remember, everybody, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we, the people. Have yourselves a great day, folks. Catch you tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern, right here on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.